Okay, we are uh, on the top of Daf Mem Bet, Amud Bet, Amud Aleph, sorry, uh, 42a. Um, just a quick recap of where we were. Uh, what uh, We'd had a discussion uh, in terms of something that was taken off the fire, uh, this, uh, this urn, this pot uh, that was taken off the fire uh, and has got hot water inside of it. The question is, can you put cold water? Uh, and there was a discussion with Rav and Shmuel uh, and, uh, you know, and whether uh, it was talking about um, you know, adding uh, water inside uh, this this urn, uh, whether it was full or not, whether you'd taken the water out, uh, there, there was that discussion. Uh, but really it was that uh, your intention was uh, that you, you didn't, as long as your intention was not, sorry, uh, to, uh, you know, forge the vessel, i.e. pour cold water uh, on this hot vessel to, like, make it stronger, uh, then it's... Uh, then uh, it would be would be fine, uh, and that we we said was um, you know and 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 our last discussion was that uh, it's only if uh, you know if uh, only if you didn't put in enough uh, water cold water to make this uh, uh, this this metal item get harder, uh, and 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 that and Shmuel says no, uh, even an amount uh, to make it harder is fine because uh, as we. Uh, as we as we said now, La Maimra, well that's where we are, we at the top line. La Maimra de Shmuel Karabi Shimon Sirelay. Uh, is really hold, holding like uh, like like uh, uh, Shmuel because Shmuel's um, uh, Rabbi Shimon's opinion, sorry, uh, is is what davar uh, If you don't have intention uh, to do something, yes, you are doing it, uh, but your intention uh, is is not uh, to to forge this thing, to not to make it stronger. And now Gemara says, okay, well, you know, if you hold, uh, if you say like him. Uh, if you say like Shmuel in one area, uh, you have a, a kind of related uh, area, related discussion. Uh, and if you hold the Shmuel holds like Rabbi uh, Shimon in one way, maybe uh, the, the Shmuel or Rabbi Shimon. If he holds like Rabbi Shimon in both in both areas, then uh, uh, you know because we're going to see another area now, uh, which is called uh, if you're doing something that's not needed for its intended purpose. Uh, we'll see the example uh, of this in a second. Uh, but, you know, that's, uh, so we have a and, uh, you know, uh, we have those two things. One, uh, that uh, in terms of uh, something that you are, you know, not intending to do, uh, but it might happen. Uh, that was the the first uh, of those things. And uh, um, um, the other one is, as we'll, we'll see it in a second. All right, so so what are we talking about here? I'm a shmum. Mechaven, gachelet shamatechet b'rishot ha-rabim, b'shvil shalo yezaku ba-rabim. Um, it says if you, there's a white hot piece of metal um, in a Rishut uh, Rabim in a public area, uh, you are allowed to uh, extinguish it. I like pour cold water on something like that, uh, so that uh, in, you know it's posing a public danger, uh, and uh, that that people won't hurt themselves on it. Aval uh, You're not allowed to do this with a. Uh, a piece of like a charcoal uh, that's made out of wood. Uh, why would that be? 
because that is Dorata uh, Mechabe. You are then extinguishing the fire uh, on, on, that, on that coal, and that is uh, on a Dorata level forbidden, as opposed to uh, the red hot or the white hot piece of metal, uh, which is uh, not uh, metal, doesn't have a flame. Uh, even when you heat it up hot, it does get white hot, but that is not a flame, and therefore that is not defined as um, uh, Mechabe, as, as extinguishing. So uh, we see that... Uh, uh, you know, and and it's at like Rabbi Shimon. If you hold like Rabbi Shimon, Afilu shall eat nami. That uh, you know, even uh, of 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 wood should be allowed. Why? Uh, because uh, what is your purpose in um, in extinguishing the the, the piece of wood? Uh, you extinguish. You're not you're not extinguishing it because you need uh, the the coal. This is what's known as devar You don't need the thing uh, for that. <coughs> You're not do- the action that you're performing is not needed uh, for the normal results uh, of it. In other words, in this in this instance, uh, you don't want to um, you know uh, get any benefit from this coal. All you want to do is remove an undesirable situation. Uh, in this case, an injury. We're going to see. I think uh, uh, tomorrow. Well, the next day, uh, a discussion about uh, taking a corpse out of a house, or how do you move a corpse on Shabbat? Really, the the idea is that you know, if you were to carry uh, something from point A to point B, Rishut Arabim to Rishut Rishut to Rishut Arabim, vice versa, then you are intending to do such a thing, and that's the you 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 want it. You want something that's in your house to be outside or vice versa, and, and therefore you're intending, what your intention is, you are uh, completing your intention, you're doing it for the sake, uh, specifically of that defined intention uh, that you have, and the defined intention uh, of that melacha, as opposed to uh, what we have here, uh, is that if you're extinguishing this coal, or you're removing the corpse uh, from your house, uh, and you know that is just to get a desi- undesirable situation out of your house. You're not, you don't need it for the actual uh, item itself, and that that's that's important. So uh, the question is, uh, maybe do you hold because you hold like him davar mit kaven to do something whereby uh, you know exactly what you're doing and you're doing specifically what you want to do, uh, but uh, it may have an unintended consequence. That is davar mit kaven, and then it has this unintended consequence, according to Rabbi Shimon, you are off the hook. Um, uh, and now we say another statement of Rabbi Shimon is that uh, even though uh, you are doing something, you know exactly what you are doing uh, in this situation, uh, but uh, you're not doing it for its defined purpose. Uh, and, and, you know, maybe that also he holds you not liable in that situation. So these two items, uh, you know, of, of Rabbi Shimon. And do we say uh, that, uh, that, that Shmuel, uh, because he holds the one, Davar Shainumit Kaven, which we were talking about, uh, making the, uh, the urn, uh, you know, forging this urn, uh, making it co- uh, stronger by putting cold water into the hot water, uh, that wasn't your intention. Your intention was uh, just to cool down the water uh, that, that's in there or to warm up the water that, you, that uh, you're throwing in there. 
in any case, uh, that, that, that was your specific intention. You had no intention of forging uh, the utensil and making it stronger. Okay, uh, do we say that he holds like him in both ways? And the Gemara says, no, not necessarily. But something that's not intentional, uh, it says, yes, he does hold like uh, Rabbi Shimon in that respect. Uh, it says, however, uh, but with a... Uh, an, um, for uh, work that's not needed uh, for its specific intent, okay, a labor that's not needed for its own sake. Isava like Rabbi Yehuda, that's he holds like Rabbi Yehuda, uh, and Rabbi Yehuda holds that even if uh, you are doing something uh, just to get rid of an undesirable situation, he says you are liable. So that is the. Uh, that uh, is, is, you know, that's that discussion. So just because he holds Akshmul one way doesn't mean that he holds Akshmul in both cases. Okay, um, I'm a Ravina, and Ravina says about that, uh, Hilchach, uh, as a result of, of what you just said, Kutz, uh, this, uh, this um, thorn in the public domain, you'd be allowed to walk with it uh, less then four amot, uh, if it's like out there and it's going to be cause, you know, similar to uh, someone who's, if there's glass that's been shattered all over, uh, would you be allowed to uh, kind of pick it up, sweep it, or whatever the case is, so that people won't hurt themselves? Uh, if it's going to be a, a public, uh, um, uh, you know, cause destruction uh, to, to or hurt to people in the public domain, uh, you'd be able to remove it. The way you do it uh, is, is to take it less than four more. So you're not carrying it, uh, you take like small steps, uh, less than uh, uh, two meters, and move less than uh, approximately two meters at a time, uh, and, and stop in between. So your Akira and your Nacha is not taking you beyond Dalad Amot, uh, the four Amot. Okay, and you, you just move it very, very slowly. And uh, because you are allowed to do that to save uh, the public's uh, life, maybe, but uh, uh, you know, it's, 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 um, the principle is, uh, you know, this, it's, it's such an important thing to keep the public safe uh, that you'd be allowed to, to do uh, this. And also in a caramelette, in a caramelette, we say a filu tuva, you'd be allowed to walk with it as much as you needed. A caramelette uh, is, uh, is only a rabbinical uh, thing, so therefore, the fact that you have to override um, this by, uh, by by taking this public nuisance, this public destruction, destroying thing uh, out of its out of the way, uh, is the the uh, would override uh, any rabbinical restrictions. Okay, that uh, uh, that that is is that. All right, now quoting. Uh, uh, the Mishnah, Aval Notain, uh, it says you're allowed to put uh, water in an urn to warm it up. Tan Rabbana, now we discuss that. Notain Adam, Chamin Natoch Tsonen. Velo Tsonen Natoch Chamin. Divere Beit Shammai. Beit Shammai says uh, you can put uh, hot water into cold water, uh, but not cold water into hot water, says Beit Shammai. Uh, really, the, the idea is, is that um, uh, conceptually, uh, the 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 lower item uh, is the more powerful item, and the lower item has an effect on the item coming into it. In other words, so if uh, uh, the cold water uh, is, um, uh, is is at the bottom, then that is the more powerful one, uh, and uh, and therefore you can put hot water into the cold water because the hot water will just cool off, uh, and and that will be 
uh, you know, fine. But the opposite won't work because uh, you put the, the, the cold water into hot water. The, the, cold, the hot water at the bottom will dominate it uh, and as a result will cook the cold water. So it's like cooking. That's Beit Shammai's opinion. Uh Beit Hilal says, No, Bain Kamin, Bain Tonen, Bain Tonen, Tochamin, Muta. He says, You can put hot into cold, cold into hot. Uh, he says, and and Amrim, when do we say such a thing? That is talking about because. Uh, that's only talking about a cup. Uh, in, in this instance, number one, it is uh, quite small, and number two, it, it, it seems to be a, uh, it would be a kli shani, a second degree uh, kli, because you're not heating the cup uh, up on the fire directly. Aval, and bata, if you're talking here about a big uh, bathtub, which is a lot more um, uh, hot water inside, chamin uh, you can pour hot water into cold, uh, even in this case, Beit Hillel agrees, you can't, if it's a boiling hot uh, bathtub, filled with uh, boiling hot water, uh, even cold water uh, that you put inside, it's not going to have that much effect. All that's going to happen, uh, it's not going to cool it down uh, at all. All that's going to happen is that the cold water is actually going to boil up from the hot water underneath it. Okay, that's uh, that was Beit Hillel. Uh, Rabbi Shimon ben Menasia Omer, also, uh, Rabbi Shimon ben Menasia says, no, even hot into cold uh, would not be allowed. Um, uh, and Rav Nachman, Halacha, Karebi Shimon ben Menasya. Rav Nachman chimes in and he says, Halacha actually goes like Rebbe Shimon ben Menasya. Uh, okay, so, you know, this, uh, you've got Beit Shammah, you've got uh, Beit Hillel, uh, and you've got uh, Rebbe Shimon ben Menasya, and Rebbe Nachman says it seems to go like Rebbe Shimon ben Menasya. Okay, Sava Rav Yosef Lamaima, Rav Yosef was thinking to say, Seifel Hareki Kambati. Uh, this basin, which is obviously not as big as a bath, but obviously much bigger uh, than a cup, uh, he says that is, uh, uh, you know, it, it, he, he says this basin uh, would effectively be uh, the same as a as a bath, okay, and therefore you wouldn't be allowed to put water inside of it. Amalei um, Abaya, Abaya says no, not necessarily. Tanner um, over here. Sefer Ambatya Ambatya Abaya says that Rebihia said no, it is not like a bathtub. Um de Salik Adata de Mikara de Sefer Heki Ambatya and and why did you even think uh, that it was like an Ambatya? What was your, your thought process to say that a basin would be considered like a bath? Uh Nachman Rav Nachman says um Halakha Karebi Shimon Ben Menasya because the Halakha goes like uh, Shimon ben Anasya, uh, which you know, if, if he says and it really does go like that, um, uh, there wouldn't any be any way of uh, of then um, washing with hot water on Shabbat. Uh, so therefore, because you know, whichever way you put it, cold water into hot, hot water into cold. Uh, if there's no no ever any real way, well then there's, you know, unless you let the thing cool down, but assuming, you know, you want to be able to do it immediately, uh, you know, and, and, and therefore, if there's no way to do it, uh, our understanding 
um, is of Rabbi Shun ben Nenasya, it seems to be incorrect. Uh, and therefore, the Gemara answers, Misavat la Rabbi Shun Rabbi Shun ben Menasya, no, is not talking about the last clause of the Mishnah. Uh, he's actually, Arei Shakai, he's actually talking about the first uh, clause of the Mishnah. Uh, what was that? He says, cold in, where Beit Hillel said, uh, cold into hot, cold hot into cold uh, is fine. And he says, Rabbi Shimon ben Inasa, also, Ritzonen betoch chamin. No, all he means to say is uh, he, he's not allowing putting cold water uh, in too hot. Okay, because as we said, the hot water is at the bottom, uh, becomes the, the influencer, uh, as it were, uh, the stronger party, and, and, and will just cook up uh, the uh, cold water that you have just put in. Um, all right, Velema, uh, so then, you know, so, you know, we say, Velema Rabbi Shimon ben Nasya, Dama Kabat Shama. Do we say, uh, therefore, that Rabbi Shimon ben Nasya has to go like uh, Beit Shama? That's a very strange rule. Normally we say uh, that everyone has to follow uh, Beit Hila, especially when they are ruling. And it would seem, the way you're explaining it now, uh, that this is, you know, you can't put cold water into hot, uh, is exactly what Beit Shama uh, discussed, uh, and if Beit Hila seems to allow hot hot into cold, cold into hot, he's not worried. Uh, but Beit Shama said uh, hot into cold is fine, but cold into hot uh, will just heat up uh, the cold water that you are pouring in. So it would seem that he's holding up Beit Shama, which is generally an untenable position. Hakikama, no, uh, this is the way he'd explain it. No nechleku Beit Shama Beit Hillel, but if I was there, he says actually uh, everyone is in agreement. Uh, you know, it, it sounds like Beit Shama, but even Beit Hillel in this case would agree uh, to what has been going on over here in terms of uh, heating stuff up uh, and, and what is, you know, on the, uh, what's at the bottom is stronger. He says even Beit Hillel would agree to such a thing. All right, Amarav Huna, Barad Rav Yeshua, and uh, what did he say? He says, Chazina Lael Rava, Lo Kapid Amana. He says, uh, you know, I, I saw that Rav was not strict uh, like that, and he did, you know, cold to hot, hot to cold. He wasn't worried about it. Uh, Detani, Rav Kia, uh, where did I learn this? He says, because there's a brata of uh, Rav Kia. Notanadam Kiton, Shamayim, the Tok Sefel, Shamayim, Bain Bechamim, the Tok Tonain, Bain Tonain, the Tok Chamin. He says, uh, a brighter that Rabbi Kia taught, he says a person could put a, a jug of water, and as I suppose this is like or a flask of water uh, type of thing, you know, maybe in a, a metal type of thing, because a metal container uh, or, you know, like a water bottle uh, type of thing, uh, and it says, and you can put it in. If it's cold water, you can put it in, uh, in, the, in the water bottle, you can put it in, uh, hot water uh, and and vice versa. If it's hot water inside, you can put it in cold water. Uh, he says, "Don't worry, you know you can do it." Amalei, Ravuna, Ravashi. So Ravuna said to Ravashi, "Listen, you know, what's the you know you you can't uh, do one thing for you know you can't compare uh, these two things." And so, you know, maybe Rav, Rav wasn't strict in terms of these uh, hot into cold, cold into hot. Yes, you'd be, he said, yeah, hot into cold, cold into hot. But then it's different. Dilma, shiny hot, it's different over there. Uh, Demista, um, 
the mifsak kli because the the walls of this water bottle interpose uh, between the, uh, uh, the the cold water the hot water uh, on the outside whichever it, it might be amale mare itmar and also he says the you know that's um it says pour. It doesn't say just to, to, just uh, throw it in. It says pour. Myr Adam kiton shamayim the talk sefer shamayim ben rakim the talk tonen ben rutonen betoch chamin. And he says it was pouring. He says a person can pour uh, a jug of water into a basin of water, hot into cold and cold into hot. And really, so therefore, uh, there's no real, uh, uh, you know, the. Uh, um, you know, d- difficulty in that respect because uh, uh, number one, you're dealing here with this, this jug of water and it's a basin. So, you know, it would seem that it's not a clearishon uh, at, uh, at any at any point over here. Okay. We're not talking about a bathtub and, and that's it. All right. So that's, uh, that's that. And now a little brief uh, Mishnah Gomorrah piece. Um, we say Ilpis Agadaira Shaviran Merutachin Lo Yetain Lotucha Tavlin. It says if you know, even though you've taken a pot uh, off the pyre, the, the a fire, sorry, uh, this Ilpas is the thing that you stew things in. Um, and the Kadera is also maybe a smaller one. Uh, you can take them off. Uh, it says uh, you're not allowed to put loyetain lotukan tavlin. You're not allowed to put spices in. Why? Uh, because what's going to happen is that the spices are going to uh, cook up uh, in the pot itself, and uh, and therefore, uh, even though it's uh, been taken off the fire, it is still retaining its uh, kli uh, rishon status because it is boiling hot still, uh, and therefore. Uh, you know, even even uh, you know on Shabbat you wouldn't be allowed uh, to put it on. Uh, you know, on on Shabbat itself you wouldn't be allowed to uh, put these spices in because the spices would get cooked. All right, aval notain latoch kara. But what happens if you put the spices into another uh, bowl or uh, or latoch hatamchoi or this uh, uh, bowl or some kind of. Uh, um, Turin uh, is, is, is part of this, uh, you know, which uh, you're going to act as a clichény because uh, what you do is you take the clichon, uh, like uh, what was on the fire, this, this, all these different types of pots, and you pour it into some other type of uh, um, uh, saucepan or whatever, you, what the, whatever they had uh, in those days. So it, like, kind of that becomes a clichény. To that, uh, it says that you can add spices because as we had before uh clear uh, shiny animavashal clear shiny uh, does not uh, cook things okay that's the the understanding of the gomorrah as well okay uh rabbi huda my rabbi huda descends uh the call uh who not saying he says no you can put uh, spices into anything on Shabbat, except for uh, something that contains vinegar or brine. Vinegar or brine makes it much easier uh, to cook, and therefore you wouldn't be allowed to put it in. So uh, th- those those in because it cooks very easily. All right, uh, the Gemara asks about that because uh, the Rabbi Huda statement uh, was a bit... Uh, uh, you know, we, we're not sure exactly what it or exactly where to, which it was going on. So that's the first question. Rabbi Huda Reishaka, is he talking about the first part of the Mishnah? Uh, but therefore, uh, and uh, Lukula, he's being more makil, he's being more lenient. Uh, and he says, you know, even though it's a clear Rishon and it's um, 
and he just you took it uh, off the fire it's still boiling and you can throw in spices no problem uh, you could you could uh, do that uh, on to alternatively except he says uh, something that's got vinegar or uh, uh, brine in it because that will just make it uh, cook um yeah, it's, it's, it's sharp, so it'll make it it's much easier uh, to cook. He says, but normal spices uh, is fine to put in. So that's the that's the the, the first understanding. Uh, you know, any any even though the pot's boiling, just come off the stove. Uh, you would be allowed to throw spices in it, uh, no problem. Uh, that's that. Or uh, it says the rajkala kula or dilma sefer kai ulukumra. Uh, and he says, maybe he's going on the last part, uh, you know, and, and he says, even in a klisheni, even in this, uh, this bowl or tureen or whatever it happens to be, whereby you've decanted uh, the thing, the cling, the thing that came off, the pot that comes off the stove, klirishon, you pour it into some kind of saucepan, uh, tureen uh, or, or bowl, whatever the case is, that becomes a klisheni. Then you can add spices to the klisheni, uh, as long as it hasn't got... Um, you know that uh, vinegar or uh, or brine in it. So he says that that's it. So you know, one, two ways of looking at it. One way he's being strict. One way he's being lenient. Tashma says the Gemara, the Tani Rabbi Yehuda, um, uh, Tanya. Uh, as we learned the Raza Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says the call if is who notain the call kadeira rotechet who notain. He says you can put it in this boiling hot. Um, or pot, even though it's boiling, and you can you can put spices in, even though uh, he says except for any pot you can do it with, except for one that's got uh, vinegar or brine, uh, they heat up almost extra, uh, extra, and therefore uh, you you'd be allowed, um, you know, you wouldn't be allowed to put it in then, but all other ones you can. So it would seem he's clearly holding like the first version of the dispute. Interestingly, it, it seems that we do not hold like him. Uh, we are worried about these uh, these things. Okay. Savar Rav Yosef Rav Yosef says, uh, you know, in, in terms about that, Melach, uh, he discusses the case of salt. Uh, the question is, you know, what happens if you've got a Klirishon? He said, can you salt uh, something that's in a first uh, degree uh, heat Kli? Okay. Uh, he says, in that case, uh, the the clear rishon b'shaila, even in a um, uh, especially in this this first uh, level kli, it uh, it will cook. Okay, a kli shani, there's a discussion. You know, won't cook, uh, but but here yeah, a kli rishon, it will cook. It is b'shaila. A kli shani, law b'shaila. He says, but in a kli shani, uh, a second degree uh, kli, uh, then it won't get cooked. So you consult it once it's been twice removed from the fire. You take a, a pot off the fire, uh, it is still uh, boiling hot, that is still a clearishon, you, you scoop it out, uh, you put it into another dish, uh, and then uh, you put salt, and that is a clearishoni, uh, that, that new dish. All right. And you, then you can salt it because there's no cooking uh, that's going on. Amalai Abaya, Abaya says about that, Tani Ravikia, Melech Eino Ketavshin. Uh, didn't didn't we hear that uh, you know that uh, Rabbi Kia said that salt is not like a spice, uh, normal like a spice, you know, and then seemingly we go stricter here. Um, uh, even in a uh, a second degree kli, it is still able to be to cook. So salt seems to be here very easy uh, to cook. Uh, even and therefore it's, it's what's known as kale uh, it's very easy to cook and here uh, even in a in a second degree 
um, pot. Uh, it, it would be able to cook. Uh, Rav Nachman, and this argues with Rav Nachman uh, because Rav Nachman says, no, totally the opposite. I'm Rav Nachman, Tzricha, Milcha, Bishulam, Kivirshat, the Torah, salt. Uh, it would take very long to cook it because it's it's very hardy kind of material and he says not easily cooked at all. Uh, he says you'd have to cook it uh, for as long as the meat of an ox, uh, you know, for it to, to um, impart, uh, you know, to, to get cooked. Uh, and they said, okay, uh, that's... Uh, uh, that's the one version. There's a whole other version of this. Sava Rav Yosef Rav Yosef wanted to say, uh, exactly what he said before. Uh, salt is like a spice, uh, you know, in the, uh, and, and because of like a spice, uh, in the first um, in a in a, a pot that is uh, boiling hot, so they've just been taken off the stove. Clearishon, it will cook, and in a clearishani, it will not cook. Okay, that's um, that's that, that concords with the previous version. However, Amalei Abayah says Tanan Rebbe but Rebbe Kiyah says Melach Eina Katavlin. Salt is not like other spices. The clearishon nami lo b'shayla. He says even in a clearishon, it won't uh, get uh, you know cooked up. Uh, it says, you know, and uh, as opposed to other spices, which we said would. Um, and Hainud, I'm a Rav Nachman. That's what Rav Nachman says. Tricha milcha bishula kibistra de Torah. And that's that's what he, he means. He says salt needs cooking for as long as uh, the meat of an ox because it is almost impervious uh, to to that. Okay, that's uh, salt, you know, in order to become uh, something that uh, gets... Um, uh, you know, it gets cooked. He says you'd have to cook it as long as the meat of an ox. Okay, all right. Good, so we have uh, reached a bit of our hiatus here in terms of our discussion about cooking. Uh, we now move on uh, into discussion about mukta. Uh, mukta means set aside, uh, and uh, there are different categories that we're going to see. Uh, but now, uh, I think more or less for the rest of the period, which another, I think, like five or so pages, uh, you know, we will be discussing uh, this um, you know uh, th- these these issues uh, and uh, issues of mukta. Okay, so let's start. Ein nodnin kli tachatener lekabel boetashemin. You're not allowed to put a, uh, a vessel of sorts, like a bowl, a dish of sorts, underneath uh, uh, an oil. Uh, candle or a lamp, uh, said you know because you don't want to the kabel bo etashemin to catch uh, the uh, the drops of oil. And if you did so uh, on on Friday, uh, then that's mutar. It is allowed uh, in terms of uh, of of that. Um, but with a caveat, obviously, that you would not be allowed uh, to use that, uh, that that plate. You wouldn't be allowed to move that plate on Shabbat. So if you don't want it dripping all over, you can put a plate there. It's not that you're never allowed to put a plate, but you aren't allowed to make use of that plate uh, once you put it there. And that's one of the issues uh, as we're going to uh, get into you know, the discussion of Mukta. Uh, the question is uh, whether you are... Uh, uh, the, the, there's going to be two prohibitions that, I mean, uh, two conceptual ideas that uh, we're looking at here. One is that uh, you are, uh, you're not allowed to move something uh, for, the, for the need of uh, something else, mukta. So maybe that's why you wouldn't be allowed to put a bowl there because now you specifically are moving something for, 
a bowl for something that you can't use. Uh, and then also the other uh, conceptual idea that we're dealing with here uh, is uh, using a uh, an, uh, taking a cleave from a useful uh, some kind of utensil from a useful uh, base. I mean a useful place and you're now using it for something that is mukta so therefore it's uprooting it uh, from its uh, its its uh, place as it were and therefore is is no good okay all right so that's a conceptual basis um practically uh, as we said you, you can't if you did it on erev shabbat it would be fine but otherwise on shabbat itself you would not be allowed to put a bowl under this dripping oil and vain not in uh, and in any case, you can't use any of that oil that dripped out, whether you left it there uh, before Shabbat or, Shabbat or, you know, and uh, even if you, uh, you know, didn't uh, leave anything there before Shabbat, you still not allowed to use that oil that does drip out. Okay, uh, the reason because it has really been set aside, it is uh, mukta for the whole of uh, uh, Shabbat, and as a result, actually, we're going to see is the critical time. As long as it's mukta at that uh, time, uh, then uh, it's mukta for the whole of Shabbat. All right, the Gemara picks up. Uh, he says, You're not allowed to put a, uh, a vessel uh, beneath the hen. Uh, that's just about to lay uh, an egg on Shabbat to catch the egg. Uh, it says, um, uh, you know, and then here we're going to see that it's it's laying it on a slope, uh, and that's why you'd want to do it because you don't want the egg uh, to crash, uh, you know, and break. Uh, it says, uh, and that's it. However, however, once it's um, you know, uh, been been. Um, laid, uh, then you can put a vessel over it so that uh, people don't accidentally stand on the egg. Amarabha, uh, Rabba says about that, uh, my time at Rav Hista, what's Rav Hista's reasoning uh, for saying, reason for saying such a thing? Kasavar, Tanagole, Latil, he says normally the the way a hen lays an egg uh, is uh, putting in an egg. He put you know in a, in a trash heap, and therefore it's in a you know in a, in quite a safe and soft uh, space. And then then therefore you know people are going to stand on it. But I know But an egg uh, normally a chicken does not uh, lay an egg. Uh, on you know on an incline on a slopey place vatala mitsuya and therefore you know in terms uh, of it uh, you know if it was a normal way of doing things and you could save it in a normal way uh, this would be good hitiru uh, the rabbis allowed you you would allow you to do it however vatala mitsuya in a case where this chicken does not uh, need you to. Uh, uh, you know, and doesn't normally lay things uh, on an angle, uh, you know, that needs you to do it, well, then that's not mature. That's not, that's not uh, a normal way of behavior. Okay, and that's, uh, they don't allow you to do that. However, as we said, they allow you to move this, this pan or this pot and put it over the egg. Um, all right, so Ibai says, really, is that so? Uh, is it really so? 
that the rabbis don't allow you to protect things, even in a, a bit of an unusual situation. Vatanya, uh, we have the following brata. Nishbara lo chavit shel uh, what happens if your barrel of uh, untithed uh, produce breaks? That's tevil produce uh, breaks on top of the roof. Uh, what, what's what's going to happen? All the the grapes or whatever it happens to be is uh, you know uh, falling down. Uh, it says maybe. You can, uh, you know, grab another barrel, uh, empty barrel, and uh, catch all the, the grapes that are falling off uh, your roof now. Okay, you don't want it to, to like, you know, maybe it's dates or something that would get totally messed up if it like, fell onto the ground. So maybe, you know, you, you're there, you just want it, to, you want it to catch it. So surely, uh, even though uh, it's tevil and you're not allowed to eat it, uh, on, on Shabbat, so therefore it should be Mukta. Uh, so we see that you are allowed to uh, run, grab a barrel, and uh, and uh, you know catch all these uh, dates or whatever produce it is falling off the roof, so it doesn't get destroyed. So here we see quite clearly that you are. Uh, it's an uncommon thing uh, for your barrel to burst, uh, and therefore uh, you know you you are doing you moving Mukta, uh, even though. Uh, it is for an uncommon uh, reason. Okay, and uh, the Gemara answers is Bugulfa Kariti Deshuke the Kafi. It says, uh, you know, but in this case, uh, it's not so uncommon. Why? Uh, because it's a new bar- It's a new barrel, and sometimes new barrels aren't as sturdy. They haven't, uh, you know, haven't been fully checked uh, yet, and as a result, uh, they could uh, easily uh, uh, break. And that's why it is common for this type of thing to take place, and that's why uh, the rabbis would allow you to uh, to do it. All right, eighth way again. Notin kli You can uh, put uh, you know some kind of bowl or vessel underneath uh, the oil lamp uh, in order to stop you know the sparks that kind of fly off the lamp, uh, and as a result, you don't want those uh, uh, you know causing a fire hazard, uh, and therefore. Uh, you know, you'd um, you you are allowed to do it. Surely, you know the sparks or whatever uh, will fall in and and make it, make it mukta. And still, there's not a common occurrence. And the Gemara says no. Need to talk nami shuke. No, sparks are uh, a common a common occurrence, and therefore uh, it's it's not an abnormal uh, thing to do here. You'd be perfectly allowed to do it. All right, we will stop there. Uh, we have a whole lot of more objections and uh, backwards and forwards, but there's a good place to stop. Uh, you know, uh, before we get to the next argument, which would take us on to the next daf. Everyone should have a great day.